0: Welcome to Red Wings Rant, where tirades and a passion please for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. That's right.
1: Matt, when you say home, don't you mean, oh, oh, oh?
0: Uh, Absolutely. Uh, I'm laying in pretty pretty hard into the uh, Christmas theme here. We've got our Christmas tunes going, we've got our Christmas little border going. You keep uh, saying Christmas, hey, we-
1: Matt. They're holiday themes. They're holiday borders for the big holiday on the 25th Whoops, that we all get right. off. That's right. Meant to say holiday. And it's observed on the 26th. <laughs> Ketzel, happy uh, Observe the Holiday 26th to you, sir. Hope you're doing well. Um, This fantasy hockey team's doing well. Oh, I just lost a comment. Jim Johnson. Let's go <laughs> Red
0: hope uh, jared throws out there hope newsy let uh Huso get some sleep today dude earned it in the third alone what was that what was the uh we were up or down 24 to five shots in the third period at one point yeah that was, that was before was, uh... the empty net goals the four empty net goals went in um jim johnson the lightning averaged one and a half shots a minute in the third period Jim Johnson, who's so amazing. Chewy's aboard! What's up, Chewy? Hey, hey man. Chewy. Hope you're feeling good. Uh Jim Johnson, Mike, where's your rum and eggnog? I will let everyone know. Matt brought his
1: I Alcoholic um, Nog. I opted for a fresca can that I emptied out all the fresca and filled it with eggnog and vodka.
0: Chewie says Merry Christ Mass., that's got nice. him, chewie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um for all the podcast listeners, you're gonna get to hear this happen. And Ooh. I'm hoping that you'll tune in for the next live episode because we'll be giving stuff away. um as a thank you for everyone who's sticking around. and I would say a couple of horrible weeks of uh, audio recording and just a messy, what have you? so we uh,
1: yeah, we really uh Maple Leaf it and Vegas Knights it uh, for a couple episodes, but now we're back
0: you now're <laughs> now, Re- now, now we're lightning
1: it <laughs> a little lightning redemption, a little giveaway. Um, yeah.
0: so what we've got are some pretty cool prizes uh, To am I eligible?
1: Mike is not
0: eligible. Ah, uh, I like your guy's odds. We uh, we'll play this game as soon as so guys, what I I might need your help with this. We might need to go to Twitter. Um, need you guys to like this right now because we are going to do our giveaway once we hit 30 likes on the, uh, the live feed here. So, uh, I'm going to try and keep track of it as we move along. Um, I think, um, uh, I'm going to count the one like we have, we have on Facebook right now. I see one. I'm going to have to pull up <laughs> YouTube right now and, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to flag
1: our own episode for, uh, for Do we have you. any likes on Mastodon yet? <laughs> Not yet. Not uh, yet. All right, okay. ten,
0: 10 likes so far. We're a third of the way there. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead, Mike. Are you are you excited to do this? Are you excited to give back to the fans?
1: I am very excited to reward anyone who's given us half a second of their time, uh, let alone hang around for a full sentence of content uh, from this this Red Wings rant podcast. Um, I'm excited about the prizes. I'm very jealous that I'm not allowed to be the winner, Matt. So that's confirmed. Damn it. Okay, I can't win. Um, not allowed. Um, conflict of in- interest, apparently. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're going to be keeping track of likes. Matt, I heard we're going to be doing a cool prize, I think a couple weeks in a row, um, leading up through the holiday season. Or as Chewy uh, so succinctly put it, Christmas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is right around the corner. Uh, but I, I'm very, I'm also very excited to get into some Red Wings topics here, Matt. How well, yeah. how are the numbers coming in?
0: Uh, so far we have 12 likes right from the get go. So I'm happy you guys uh, nailed that. Uh, you know what? I'm going to be nice. Cause this is our first time doing we this. We can get
1: to Chris Asgood. I think
0: we, we have, we have seven likes so far on Twitter and I wasn't going to count Twitter likes, but I, I want to reveal what this giveaway is going to be. Uh, but I'm also going to throw out there too, guys. Um, we are i'm gonna do a kind of like the gifts are gonna get better and we're also lining up some cameo appearance appearances to reveal those gifts as we go along and i will let you guys know that you're going to enjoy those cameo appearances quite a bit so uh a lot of holiday gifts coming your way so i I need you guys to all tune in for the rest of december but uh i'm hoping it's not too much of an ask uh if we keep getting wins like we just did because holy mackerel those are the Was real that... gifts yeah I, Mike I wanted to ask you um and we'll yeah. get in the comments here in a second so um will uh we'll come back to that but Mike while you, while you are uh getting prepped for some pretty fun comments coming up uh, yes. I did want to ask you going back to our days of of being a, a wrestling podcast
1: if you remember oh, those, I was days. actually just asked about that today by a friend of the show, David Walters, no less. Whoa, David yeah. Walters. Yep, there's a name wow. from the past.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> um, his old best friend from middle school. Yeah. Middle school is more of like a Michigan thing, right? Uh, is it's junior
1: high? It could be. I don't know. I'm I'm so in the bubble. I don't know if there's anything outside my bubble. Matt, <laughs> what? Um, here's the question.
0: Mike, when we used to watch pro wrestling, yep. uh, there were I, I, was, I couldn't think of what the term was because I was trying to put that into our show notes. I might have even tried to title our episode that way, but it's a victory we got over Tampa Bay that in the wrestling world would sort of define like this means the big push is coming. And, of course, we're talking storyline, right? So, so you mean we're going to be
1: strapping that rocket. Oh, yeah.
0: Going straight that, to the top. You know yeah. what? I just thought of what it's called. Uh, yeah. But I want to see now if you can remember what those. It's a it's a victory for that individual, right? Okay. Uh, and it and it means they're yeah they're getting that rocket strapped to their back. Do you remember what it's called?
1: Well, give me a first letter. S.
0: Strapping rocket match. Hell, <laughs> you got it, Mike. Strapping that rocket. Nope, it's a signature win ah yes the old old signature signature win win. Uh, and again in in wrestling terms that means that uh you've got that win that signifies that in the the content and the writing that'll be produced going forward um you're on your way up now for the wingdings mike it felt like every big team that we were facing except of course we took down new jersey pretty early on um it felt like we just were missing the mark
1: Um, it felt like uh, recently we had a lot of signature losses. Right, we, exactly. It was we like... faced uh, some bottom third of the league and then we felt, My God, here comes a real test. We, here comes we were Toronto winning the, and Vegas.
0: We were winning the mid card matches and then we sort of Dolph Zigglered it that once it became a real test.
1: Yeah, we really screwed up our money in the bank opportunity against John Cena on an episode of uh Monday Night Raw. It wasn't even a pay per view. Um but luckily, man, did we we needed this Tampa Bay game, Matt. And uh <laughs> Well let me I can't... let
0: me say, is this is this a signature win?
1: I think we joked on Twitter about, does this redeem those two bad games if they win in regulation? Um, I think it does. Um, I, I think this is, I think you can count this as a signature win. Um, this team has not snowballed and let this turn into a real losing streak. Um, they didn't see real, a real talent, real opponent on the other end of the ice and, uh, you know, cave in. Um, I, I mean, they got, Basically, you know, Tampa basically at 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 full capacity. Um, wasn't that Sorelli coming back? Um, they weren't screwing around with a backup goaltender. Vasilevsky was out there uh playing his nuts off. Um <laughs> you know, the Cooch and Stamp Coast were out there. Uh I, I mean Hedman was out there. I you know, they even had Blash, you know, back there. They had everybody, Matt. They were at full capacity. They had the Blash gun aiming at little well, Derek Lolo. You could definitely tell they were full capacity.
0: As I pulled up uh, for the podcast listeners, a natural stat trick here. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, w- of course, issues here. Uh, <laughs> definitely. I. What's the word? I mean, it, it just it got worse as we got deeper into the third period because you could you could see, and Lalo touched on this. So if you guys hadn't seen his post game, uh, he talked about. Uh, getting in the lanes was a huge victory in the first and second periods. And, of course, they kind of got away from that, as as you can see here. So our Corsi 4 percentage, the Red Wings actually had more attempts on net in the first and second period. And, of course, the third period for the Lightning, which is reflective of the score, uh, they actually had almost 80% of the attempts on net. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Um, high danger chances, though, throughout the game. And I think this is more of a... What was Huso able to do? This is this is the Huso show, a hundred percent. What was Huso able to do to keep us in it? Because the high danger chances, they they nearly doubled us out for the entire game. There, there was twenty five to fourteen, and even though we were able to limit their total attempts on net, which you could see again reflective in that Corsi four percentage for two periods, they still were getting the better <clears throat> chances on net against us because they you 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 could go through that first period nine to seven on high danger chances the second period three to two so tampa was uh in that second period i mean that's that's the win right yeah. high danger chances for the third period are 13 to 5. high danger chances for the first period are nine to seven second period the tampa bay lightning are limited to three high danger chances just it just feels like that is the huge victory that happened in all of this it was it was the couple of penalty kills in the first period and of course a butt save from Billy Huso, everybody. Uh, were we huge fans of those butt saves there? Uh, but we've gone so long. Oh man! You know, I started. Uh, uh, I started oh, clapping my
1: own cheeks. I like those so much.
0: <laughs> the twerk save. I like booty save. Twerk save seems better because you think about a goalie stance and the butterfly.
1: You know. I thought we were going it. with uh, cheek clapper. <laughs> Not so much. Um, <clears throat> no, I mean. Um, I mean, you came in and uh god, what was that streak that Tampa Bay was on? Was it uh like a 10 or 12 game power play goal streak? Um and they just talked about how powerful that power play is um like throughout the whole pregame and they they touched on it, you know, a couple times during the game. Um and when that first penalty got called on us, it it was like, "Oh boy, this is you know, this might be setting the stage for the rest of the game." Uh so let's kind of see what goes on here and they killed it. And then they killed the next one. And he thought, my God, maybe we are going to win this game. Um, but I uh, i mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for the Red Wings win. I do want to just throw a quick, quick uh, bone out there to um, Tampa. Because I could honestly play. I, I know they were super turnover heavy in that first period, which contributed to this. But that was one of the smoothest, like time-wise, like smoothest, funnest, opening periods of a hockey game I think I've ever watched it was just constant back and forth even if there weren't goals um it just felt like there's a lot of like activity um not you know a lot of not a lot of icings even um and I, I you know it, it just makes it for a more enjoyable sport when when teams aren't you know hunkering down and you know being more conservative defensively when you're when you're going all out And part of those you know turnovers where those guys were trying to make creative plays um you know even though it didn't quite pan out in that first period obviously um but man that 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 type of period is the type of period i think you could market the league with like it was it was that fun
0: and that's when i asked you earlier and i'll i want to get your thoughts on this in a second but we'll hit the comments up here um when i brought up signature win like and i know it'll be defined once we see the florida panthers game but that's where this was such a huge victory for Detroit. Like, this is something, too, that you're hoping you're going to look back at this game and say, This was it. This is where we saw it. Like, even though this was, like, we just showed those numbers, this was who's so heavy to make sure we could walk out with the victory. Um, and, of course, we love that the, you know, we got a couple of empty net goals, an incredible one from Adam Ernie and Prone was just showing off all the glue he has at the end of his stick. Um, you know, it's just it's it, there. It wasn't a perfect
1: game, yeah. but it's a remember, game uh, that you
0: can take emotionally into the next one.
1: Do you remember uh John Madden and like Madden 2 two? He'd be like, yeah. uh, "Back in my day, they used uh, stick them. <laughs> now they just got those gloves. <laughs> so they <laughs> so see stick them." And is, I don't know what
0: does Perron use? Is this uh, is this he holiday? He jams a tree
1: sap. He uses uh either maple syrup or. um <laughs> He just jams an NFL wide receiver glove on the end of his hockey stick, I think. (laughs) You could see the little fingers waving as he was going by.
0: (sighs) All right. Let's jump in these comments here. Um, Antonio, hi, guys. You guys are looking good. Jim Johnson, when was the last time the Wings had a winning record on the road? You know, Lalone touched on um, what the season feels like. And I know in previous interviews, he's been talking about, like, hey, we're, we're doing okay. But let's, you know, calm down on the expectations. But then again, he also called out in his post game last night about how the expectations are this game now, you you win it, kind of thing. And and being able to execute and get that victory, I think, is just going to push that narrative even further. So um, all that coming together, uh, Justica aboard. Happy you came back. I was so worried. Like I was like, no, these are the first episodes that just, <laughs> or is it just to see you? Anyway, um, let me know if I got that right. But I was like, ah, there's no way they're coming back after those were the first two episodes. Ketzel, really excited for our cameos coming up. Of course, not today. I couldn't, I will apologize. Couldn't get any of our future cameos locked up for today. Uh, And it looks like they're going to have to be pre-recorded because, Mike, nobody wants to- It's, uh,
1: turns out it's the holiday season and people have stuff going on.
0: Yeah, what the hell? What the hell's going on?
1: That's Um,
0: okay, yeah. Hey, Ketzel also does uh, middle school down in Atlanta. Um, oh, Jared says junior high south of Kalamazoo. Very huh. interesting. I thought, I thought middle school was a Michigan thing.
1: Um, all right. So I didn't know you were ATL, bro. Um, uh, first of all, Atlanta, one of my favorite shows and, uh, my, uh, Atlanta Braves, um, throw it up for, uh, Michael Harris, the second, my man. Woohoo! <laughs> <clears throat> um,
0: now this is a great comment here from Jim, uh, turnovers by the lightning. Uh, did them in that was uh i think it was 14 to nothing after the first two periods which is incredible because we were just talking about like lalone (laughs) called it out himself in the post game that his team was in the lanes they were stopping you know what jim
1: i i'm gonna add one caveat to your comment there's uh there's takeaways which are really cool and what Datsuk was known for right the legendary uh thief These were like open giveaways uh, by Tampa Bay. So they were absolutely uh, just just playing, I don't know, if a little bit slappy or, I I don't know, just a little overexcited, uh, you know, kind of bury one on uh, LaLone. But uh, yeah, that puck was all over the place, except, you know, on the stakes of the Tampa Bay Lightning.
0: Now, I do um, hate doing this because he's our rival, even though I've said hi to Ryan before and he's super sweet so i don't i don't hate the man but i am jealous of the game um we're gonna bring up ryan hannah's account here because he actually has that villi huso uh backwards save and i'm kicking my i was kicking myself last night because uh, his account kind of blew up once uh, once he did share this and i told myself i was like nah, nobody wants to see that so i had it queued up too I'm such an idiot damn it live and learn nobody cares all right um yeah if you guys didn't get to see that save and again uh, if you needed reasons to come join us on YouTube, I hope that we've done enough show-wise, but of course you're missing the highlights, and you're gonna miss all these sweet giveaways coming up for the rest of the month. But really? um, as we uh, let's just, let's back this sucker up. Let's just play this in real time because I don't think we can actually slow it down to get the real feel of it. But uh, this is th- the lightning crowding the net, and some I so what what happened here? Whoso spends around to make his uh spinning heel kick save (laughs) i mean basically (laughs) right he's spinning the whole body around to get this save going um oh yeah and i like Ketzel thrown out there who's playing with his back to the rink and still didn't get scored on uh jared thrown out there Huso is so good he's able to 10 goal backwards of course if you guys miss like this is just incredible and and did, did the puck touch his booty i don't know but let's let's just pretend it did right um but talk about like the incredible awareness like we're we're trying to figure out like and and i don't i don't mean mike and i think about everybody that covers hockey nobody really ever has a good idea of like what's going on with goaltending and for the life of us we can't get Nadelkovich to have like and going back to like the second half of last season, like we can't get him to have a good stretch, like a good few games in a row. It seems like we keep coming back and having some some difficult looking games. Um and then and then this and the, like how pissed is Nadelkovich. Like he he can't get not only consistent defensemen in front of him, uh, but the puck is, is bouncing all over the place. Who so turns his back? To the Tampa Bay Lightning of all teams, and that puck still stays out of the net.
1: <laughs> just, yeah, I mean, uh... just
0: incredible. I- I'm going to say it: incredible luck here. Incredible play though for Huso to get his legs spread across. Like he knew, if you're going to play your back right to the Tampa Bay Lightning. He did this as best as possible, right? Look at—he's got—he's got the whole bottom of the net covered. No,
1: I mean, uh, not since uh, you know Randy Moss in nineteen ninety-nine when he mooned <laughs> uh, the Green Bay Packers stadium have we seen a, a us be used to uh, such successful uh, bounds here. Um, but yeah, good on good on Huso. A lot of people go butterfly or hybrid. I'm glad he went frog pose on that one. Kind of a new <laughs> goalie style that's starting to make its way through the minors. Um, but yeah, that was that was awesome. Uh, and tell the Tampa to kiss his ass on that save. That was pretty cool. All
0: right, just yeah. a quick reminder, we are looking for those 30 likes before we reveal what the uh, the big giveaway is. So <clears throat> if uh, if anybody's watching and hasn't liked the video yet, uh, just hop in there. give it a give it a little likey poo. Um, oh, I like GLJ. Callback, signature save. Does this mean, uh, GLJ going forward, uh, Huso has, um, what, uh, what do we want to call this? A a new routine? Maybe? Maybe. He gets in a little bit of trouble. I mean, think about the flex, like Huso having the confidence, like just going
1: forward, he's going to turn
0: his back to any challenger.
1: (laughs) Man, I can't wait to see him bust that out on a shootout. It's going to be awesome.
0: So, like, uh, some of the games we play, uh... Are like what you know what happened in the night before um can we can we pinpoint you know where the victory came from and it's pretty easy to talk about who so but there are still a lot of odd things that happened that we need to discuss um but and i i i kind of want to touch on if you guys can see it on the uh, on the youtube here but on the podcast you can't see it how far down our $5.625 million player, to Andrew Kopp, is on our expected goals for percentage list. So we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but Mike, as we he try is he trying to ice a team? Yeah. Jonathan Berggren, 69.18 goal, expected goals for percentage. Expected goals for 60 is 3.62 and a pretty solid expected goals against a 1.61. Put in there in some pretty scary minutes. Comes out with a goal. It's a tipped goal. So, again, we've been talking about his positioning and decision-making. Mwah! Chef's kiss. Um, but clearly, he is on a line that is going to be put in a defensive situation first, being in the bottom six. And he comes away with a 1.61 expected goals against per 60. God damn and of course that's his whole line combined um Pew Suter of course is gonna run away with the fourth line uh probably best expected goals for a number at 84.59 um but still and-, and Joe Valeno up there too pretty pretty near the 60 percent he's at 58.83 yeah you're not looking for that fourth line to change your game right you're not looking for the fourth line to win you a game uh, but very clearly they're doing more than I think we could have expected from the fourth line and Tampa, obviously top heavy, uh, but they've done a good job of putting together four lines that, um, as they are compared to their opponent have been performing better. Uh, and that's what makes them, you know, three years in a row, your Eastern conference and two years going back a year, Stanley cup champion. Um, that's what you do, right? Top to bottom. Uh
1: no, I mean, Berggren. yeah, he absolutely deserves uh, mention in this episode because um, I, it just feels like every single shift uh, there's something productive going on, whether he's actually putting pressure on, he's creating some sort of scoring chance. Um, I don't think Valeno's ever looked better. Like, he he looks confident. He looks like he's like, yeah, give me the puck. And, I mean, Bergrin, he he really had uh, – I think it was in the first period, too. Uh, that really that really was a magical first period. Um, he had a saucer pass over a lightning defender who was on their belly. It didn't end up going in for a goal, but it was an incredible replay, and I I regret not having it queued up for you, Matt. But he had this saucer pass that went over a defender, um, almost set up a beautiful one-timer. Uh, but it's just, I, I mean, that's one, one moment of many. Uh, for Bergrin who absolutely is is not going anywhere, um, even after we get the Redwoods reunited um, by this. This guy belongs in the NHL. I, I he, you know, arguably should be playing more minutes in the top six. Like he's he looks that skilled. But I mean, if he's going to completely activate that fourth line and make this this, you know, injury depleted team look like they still have depth, you know. One to twelve. I, you know, yeah, I guess I I guess leave him down there if he's he's gonna make them that productive and make them just really pop on the on the stat sheet like that. He's he's been really good, Matt. Yeah,
0: and I uh I'm watching this replay too, and I'm I've given Pew Suter uh a nod there. But Chardik is is our boy that was uh playing with Bergerin. Um so I miss in there. I just wanted to make sure I got that out because I'm watching the replay going, Hey, wait a minute. Um but yeah, I think it's it's ultimately one of those games you got to play where um, you got to find the inches on your team. And if finding the inches means, like you just mentioned, we used to have, and Soderblom is back practicing, but we used to have an amazing looking third line in those first couple of games, amazing enough that we made t-shirts for it, um, which you can find on the BODpodcast.com shop. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Redwood line uh this fourth line looking pretty hot as long as beargrins mixed in there um just we got we got to figure out we gotta figure out that goddamn center on the second line um we'll we'll get we'll get there in a minute uh, ketzel has a good point our lines are so meaningless our depth scoring this year has been night and day from uh, the past six years um Oh man, I thought that this was going in a different direction, Ketzel, but still great point. No,
1: he yeah, just uh who is one, two, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um Chewy threw it
0: out there. Burger needs uh more ice time. Yeah, I think what has he been averaging? Uh Mickey misspoke. I think he said twelve point or twelve minutes. I think it's closer to like eleven or ten. But um sca- scary stuff. Uh for a guy who's playing so well. It's it's not scary, literally, but it's uh it's just yeah, the head turning. You know, what are we doing?
1: yeah and I, I god you know maybe maybe it's uh just recency bias or like the like his his positive contributions on the offensive end are so good but i can't i'm having trouble drawing a memory of him just having a, a blatant like defensive lapse you're like oh that's why he's been in the minor leagues for so long or oh that's why he's only got 10 minutes a game like it's is is it my memory failing me, or is, does he not really have like many uh, negatives on the resume? Defensively. Um.
0: All right, I did it. I did it again. I wasn't listening. I was queuing up the next replay. Who are you talking about? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love you. You're you're a saint for joining such a ter- ter- terrible podcast co-host. Um. Uh. Who? Who? Um. Hi Mike. Hey. You're you ready for that next uh highlight? You know what? I'm I've, de- I've, de- I've
1: decided I'm able to win the gift. That's what I've decided.
0: <laughs> all right.
1: I probably won't, but <laughs> you'll have, just for you'll that, man. I'll give you It'll a shot. It'll be a separate gift off off the show when I punch you in the face. Um <laughs> God bless America, so,
0: Matt. We get in trouble still. What what for... very
1: important thing do you have to tell us, Matt? That we're all gonna just <laughs> remember for the rest of our lives let's let's hear this no, I, this
0: i wanted to just show off uh ken daniel's call on this because i, I thought it was a beautiful call for beargren's goal and i was going to point out how we keep getting called for copyright issues and we got a message from the nhl and the detroit red wings that there are copyright issues however they don't punish anymore for them which was always my call out where i was like hey free advertising for your league on youtube come to youtube where We provide free NHL advertising and make the game easy to understand and more fun to talk about.
1: After that lapse and you're paying attention, I'll be submitting another complaint to the (laughs) NHL.
0: (laughs) You're going to get our Uh, Your blatant
1: thievery of the NHL without the express written consent. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Of course,
0: this is, uh, uh, as Jim mentioned earlier, right off of uh, some turnovers and Tampa allowed us to – to take a 2-0 lead so it'll be valeno to Olimato very quickly here i think the, poss- the puck is already on its way because i did a terrible job of pulling this replay but uh we're still going to get to hear that ken daniels roar um and i think i remembered to share the audio kept in here by valeno again with a tip in front jonathan Berggren makes it two nothing could you be more excited I love back it. Back-to-back turnovers again. They were minor ones, but. Um, just so much fun. I, I, I love that call so much from Ken Daniels. I think that's the one I watched over and over last night. Um, it did work, right? I didn't get it. I felt like I didn't get a reaction from you. Uh, I was doing something else. Oh, you're such a piece of garbage. Uh, Jim's <laughs> comment here. I I I, I, I was going to jump right in and say I love it but clearly it has some negative aspects Jim has
1: clearly not watched very many Red Wing games because at least a third of this roster is injured all the time. So as soon as he gets back, somebody else will be injured, Jim.
0: And for the podcast listeners, it was yep. uh, Zadina may never get back in the lineup.
1: Of course, Jim, I understand the point you're making. Uh, will he, Would he much... be in if we were 100% healthy? Maybe not. But is that ever the case? No, it is never. I mean, I, th- I think the next question is going to be of the
0: robbie Fabries, of the philip sedinas are those guys going to be able to pull us a third pair defenseman to shore up what's going on there and i think that's a very easy yes and i think it's even to the point where the right combo could net us a guy who's very good on a second pair and will fit in in our third pair because holy mackerel what could you possibly do to stop Philip Aronik right now, who is goddamn killing it. Of course, I pulled up, uh, he's setting his franchise record. uh, For the longest season opening road point streak, 11 games played, eclipsing Sergei Fedorov, who set the mark in 1993-94. And of course, Mike, I had to turn this into a joke. Illich family, see? We don't need to retire 91. We're good. Philip Hironic, deleted. There you go. There's no more, no more 91 in the rafters, so all thanks to Philip Aronik. Hey, sexfind.biz in the comments. See you later. Hey, sexfind.biz, don't forget to like this episode and oh, uh, right. subscribe. Oh, right. Damn it. I already blocked him. Shit. Dang. <laughs> Jared throwing out there. Anyone need to find love? Um, I, uh, It would have to be both Sadina and Fabry in the trade. Great point, Jared. And of course, I had to throw in that little asterisk because I got to give i i can call out all these names i'm gonna make iserman do the job i'm gonna make him do all the work but i was like fabry or zadina on the right combo of players because i don't know I, I don't know what he's gonna find out there but i mean we could you know we haven't played enough of those games where we want to start figuring out who we're who we're bringing over i saw some of our competitors are talking about forwards from uh vancouver but uh i, I mean i uh,
1: i up. I would want to put that trade in perspective, by the way. I know we try to avoid doing uh, trade rabbit holes because it usually turns into a four-hour podcast. Uh Um, But if when those guys come back, like Zadina and Fabry, Bertuzzi, because they haven't really played, they have more value to us than they're going to have in a trade. So the only guys you're going to be able to trade for are guys who've recently had boo-boos or they've been underperforming. So I feel like if you want somebody good, uh you know you're going to be saying goodbye to Sonny. um, um I, you I'm know sure. somebody like puce like somebody who's been playing well this year that's that's how those trades are going to get value for value i, I do think say, you can't just I'm, give them trash like what we consider trash or guys who are underperforming and get a good player that's that's i
0: always, I always think of forky from toy story three or toy story four Trash. well i mean
1: that's how Iserman trades Uh, He just puts a couple of googly eyes on a fork and suddenly we have the best (laughs) goalie in the NHL.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. And I think that's a point too. I'm missing uh, where I commented on, on Jared's point to like combo those guys together to pull someone in. Uh, But Steve's done it so many times before where it's like, how did he make this work? And we just have no idea. But for the podcast listeners, you guys are missing out Zadina. Being done dirty right now in the comments. Ace fishing. Do we even care if C gets back in the lineup? It's a great question, but righteous uh 247 might have you beat. I forgot Xeno Zadina was even on the team. Oh boy, that's that's what I've been doing with Robbie Fabry all year. Um, is is there a space for Robbie Fabry? <laughs> all right, guys, we're gonna talk. Andrew well, Pop you know what in a minute. You-
1: you already talked about where he's going to slot in he's getting that second line center role i don't think his faceoff numbers are that sexy but he uh you know claims to play center um and that's a spot where we've definitely had a lot of struggles um, yeah. and you know i think it was ketzel who was saying we kind of don't really have the designation first second third fourth line and uh when you see fabry in there i, I think it's going to further cement that point um but we'll see maybe it won't be that bad
0: now we're gonna uh we're at 26 total likes right now if you guys have not liked the episode yet remember hit that like button and uh we will reveal what our big giveaway is just for this week uh and hopefully we can hit that number while we run through a uh, quick message from our sponsor, DraftKings. So we will be right back and I'm gonna check those numbers. Hockey fans, it is time to light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook. It's an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just five dollars pre-game money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot in an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game. And get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details all right we do want to talk andrew cobb oh but we were able to do it ladies and gentlemen now <clears throat> this week Man. we have a prize
1: yeah I hope you didn't fast forward too fast just... through the commercials like i usually do
0: yeah that you guys missed it well i mean if you fast forward that means you're not watching live so it's already been awarded so you guys get your fingertips ready because this is all about the comments oh we have a question that uh, if you own the same book I do, you learned a thing. But we're gonna be playing out of this book for the rest of the year, it is, it's a fun read. Uh, really what it does is bring up like a, a bunch of different little like reminders as a Red Wings fan, what's happened over the years. And then you also get to learn a lot and that'll be the first question we ask today will be either how much you know,
1: have you read this book and learned?
0: Or maybe you're just really good at guessing uh so
1: even if you don't read it i'm pretty sure there's some pretty nice pictures for you to flip through and look at uh,
0: yeah they're black and white they're fine
1: hey it's still a photo
0: <laughs> so what we're gonna do i'm gonna watch the comments here again you have to be on youtube facebook i'm sorry come join us on youtube and hit the like button uh <laughs> we're gonna play this game for a fifth $50 gift card to the NHL shop $50 gift card to the NHL shop I, I will Ooh. say this I don't know if I've decided yet if you win this week if you can't win next week because ultimately we're going to be playing a trivia game and you guys got to be ready to go okay <sighs> fastest fingertips wins Ooh, um, yeah. there's they a couple of guys do. on here who I absolutely love and help out the show you know who you are I'm rooting for you um we've had private conversations Uh, oh but somebody's sliding into the dms huh it won't we'll see like there's no cheating We'll. i'll see in the comments who comments first all right mike are you a
1: really good copy paster it won't matter damn
0: it okay (laughs) (laughs) that's a really easy um and i'll say this i don't care i'm gonna give you guys multiple choice here i don't care if you hit the letter and i don't care with it being such a short answer if you just put in the answer i will know what the answer is first person put in the Ooh. answer or the letter wins that's all we're doing johnny p wrong <laughs> what is the first letter of eiserman's last name it's, no, uh, it's yeah funny. this is jo- johnny p eiserman <laughs> <laughs> um all right oh johnny p am I one of those guys of course if you have to ask that means you might there's people on here that just flat out aren't going to ask that question all right um and that's not that's because you haven't reached out to me all right this is getting awkward now few players are as identified with one franchise as Mr Hockey himself Gordy Howe, is with the Red Wings House number nine is among the numbers hanging in the rafters at Little Caesars Arena, but that wasn't his original number with the Red Wings. What was the first number he wore after joining Detroit in 1946? Is it A, number seven, B, number 12, C, number 17, or D, number 21? I am looking at those comments. Chewy put in a B before I finished reading. (laughs) I respect it. All right. Uh, you guys could stop, because we've got a winner. We've got a winner Uh-oh. already. Already? Uh, Jim Johnson's got it. Wow. 17 is the number. Gordie Howe wore. Jim, you win! Uh, you're going to be getting a $50 gift card to the NHL shop. What I need you to do is uh, tell us how we can send that to you, and you can just email us at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at bodpodcast.com, Jim send us your email and you'll get tagged with that gift card at the end of the show all right pretty cool yeah do you want to tease what's going on for all of you guys that didn't win this week not only are we going to have some cameo announcements for the other gifts we'll be handing out for the end of the year and i do hope you guys listen to the rest of the episode um but i will say now jim might be able to find something that's autographed on the nhl shop with his gift card but You guys might not have to of course jim could win next week too but i'll just tease it out that way all the podcast listeners come aboard we were going to be recording post game next week uh next wednesday i forget who we're playing but we are playing on wednesday so mike it is gonna have to be another post game but it'll be i'm assuming there's gonna be a ton of people there because they want to win something that's autographed mike
1: by a current red wing oh I thought we were giving away my thing. I was gonna sign this fresca can. Woohoo! <laughs> Second place prize. Oh boy. Um so I'll I'll
0: put it this way. He is not a bottom six forward. Oh, he's
1: a top six. Arrr.
0: And I'll I'll say he's not a third pairing defenseman. So you've got You've got a small number to choose from, but I guarantee you guys don't want to miss it because this is going to be a fun autograph to collect. Um, so yeah, I uh, I hope you guys will show. It's up It's going to be really difficult because we just talked again. about
1: this team being having no line distinction. So who who the hell could it be, Matt?
0: Oh oh, Jim did not hear Jim. I'm just going to throw it in the chat so you don't have to worry about it. Uh, Mike, now yeah. we want to talk about Andrew Cobb.
1: Oh no. Can I
0: can I it's... pull up can do you we, do we have, this graph a, do we have the a podcast? Do we listeners? have a
1: graphic of a bus we can back up over uh, an image of Andrew's name? So we could drive that over him? No? Okay. Cause so I was gonna <laughs> drive a bus over him. I was um, typing. <laughs> so Matt is uh he's he's done a really great job of copy and pasting a lovely graph. Um expected goals for per sixty, expected goals against per sixty. Um, and he's put all of our, our wonderful forwards on this graph, Matt, there's, there's one person who, uh, basically per quadrant, there's, there's one that you ideally want to be in. Um, we have a, you know, positive goals against per 60, um, and in the so you have two way dominance, you know, maybe you're just in a spot where everything's happening to you. Um, but maybe your numbers aren't as great and maybe you just have low events and you just haven't had a ton of goals go in. Um, and then nightmare situation is what we're calling you. You caved in, so you're not making anything positive happen. And far and away, our least productive player at this time is Mr. Police Officer himself, Andrew Cop. Um, so not uh, not the sexiest numbers, and uh, it it would appear by sharing this, uh, Matt is not impressed by the core surgery that Andrew Cop is somewhat still recovering from he didn't miss all of training camp um he he has gotten to treat basically the first uh you know month and a half here of the nhl season as training camp um but uh yeah the numbers numbers not looking good so far for what was a uh a uh pricey free agent acquisition um
0: i think that's still I i still so
1: butthurt I still don't know if I'm ready to roll the bus over this guy and back it up. Um, it, it still feels a little early and I still feel like my God, we're. I love that they keep pulling that stat um, on Valley sports about who, which of the teams in the NHL have had the most production from off season acquisitions. And it's still us. Uh, thank you. You know, Perron and Cooley and um, you know, Mata and the rest of the boys but uh not really not 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 super hot in that area yet is cop um although i i do remember um let me pull this up for you well i'm ready to join no, he's uh he twenty right now he's at 21 games right um yeah. and i'll say what we're gonna give him I, I don't know five to ten of those he was still you know not feeling super awesome. Um, but I mean, he's up to 11 points. He's climbing up that chart and, uh, I, I'm still willing to be a little, a little bit more patient than you are, Matt. Um, I, I don't think he's a total bust. I don't think he's, um, God, who's that bozo we had four years ago, uh, that we just, just got rid of his contract.
0: Uh, you're talking about Franzi
1: boy. Um,
0: oh. but I wanted uh, to show off. Um,
1: I don't think he's Franz Nielsen, Matt. I think he just. He's he's getting back up to speed and he's he's starting to get some more points.
0: I was being I got called out last night for being a little nitpicky because I was I was starting to take video of every Andrew Cop turnover. So, you make a good call out. Is the core still bothering him? I'm fine. That's fine. Maybe it's I don't even know if it's that. I think it's just
1: tough to come back from that kind of injury.
0: I just my my thing is and i i think the problem accidentally solved itself because got poor tyler bertuzzi's out for another four weeks which we haven't even touched on yet um but he was getting like my problem with bertuzzi last week was like all right before the injury he was lining up to being like one of our top six forwards in ice time and Jay Berg's out at the bottom and we all we consistently see is like better and better play and then here i i get it i am being nitpicky all right and here's copper just kind of oh did you guys want this puck i i was gonna take it out oh no okay well whatever um just one more time i I, i'm having fun with this he's just oh shoot just that little whack too at the end like right after he turned meh I mean, that is such a, like, oh, I got to look like I'm putting in effort. And again, I'm not saying cop is terrible. But I do think we could call it a question, like, minutes. <laughs> Especially if we're going to sit here and say there's a possibility for an injury. Um, Like, that's, right? Like, oh, oh, God. We can't get hit twice for copyright. Yeah, this is my other favorite one. Um, Cop does a great job of catching the puck and then immediately turns the puck over. <laughs> oh no i lost mike i lost him twice no i'm still i'm still here oh your camera's gone all right well oh sick it'll be it'll be mostly me um (laughs) but that's good the podcast listeners will still get you so that's if you were mike if you were ever a shy podcaster problem solved uh so yeah i i guess it's one of those things where we could look at the season numbers for the full year. I could call out specific instances where Cop isn't just turning the puck over, but it's super ugly. It, like, looks lazy. And his, again, his reaction to it was just to throw his stick at a guy's skate. I I just, it, it hurts. And even more so, let's pile on. Evolving Hockey just showing... Uh, compared to the rest of the league where Andrew Kopp is, is kind of ranking here. Spectacles, four per 60 in the bottom. Um, oh, wait yeah, let's break this up into thirds. He's in the middle third, so there's only a bottom third that's worse than him. Same for Corsi, four per 60. And then when you talk about a guy who is supposed to be our two-way center, his expected goals against per 60. And again, can I can I add this? Like, never forget, expected goals against is a five-on-five measurement for when he is on the ice. So it's not always necessarily his fault. However, Mike, you mentioned earlier how many injuries have been on this team. So he has had quite a few different line mates. And it looks like that. So... Podcast listeners, we're looking at the Evolving Hockey Rampum Charts. And as you know, if you're a longtime listener to Red Wings rant, orange, red means bad. A lot of orange here uh, for cop. (laughs) And um, it's rough. I'm not saying you get rid of him. I'm not saying you trade him. I'm saying I think we have been judging Robbie Fabry as like a where does he fit? I think we're starting to see there might be a fit. Well, (sighs) that's not the only thing. I think there's cause to be patient here. Like you mentioned, coming off an injury is not the easiest thing. The core is going to pretty much, um, besides your brain, but physically for your body, everything's gonna work from your core up. That's how they do those full body workouts that are focused on the core because it's going to be affected by everything. So yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a problem. But, but I think it's an easily identifiable problem. And while we're still trying to stay in the playoff race, something that should have some solutions. No.
1: I get I I guess I'm I'm a little seduced again by the recency bias. I I I, I, I can't really it. defend that, that, that highlight you found. I I'll just say like you know, we had that four game win streak. Um, we you know kind of pooped our pampers over a, a mini losing streak um and then it looks like we're you know figuring things out again but i mean when that winning streak started up till now so it's 9 games um you know we're looking at him having 9 points in 9 games so i mean it's it's not you know completely bleak in a couple of those games you know he did have multiple points in um i think his his face-offs are starting to come around a little bit too um if we're looking at that same sample size you know it's not quite not, not quite ten, right? I'm just looking at nine because I'm kind of cheating uh, to make the the points work a little bit more in my favor. Um, but he only had two games where he didn't win at least half of his face off. So, I mean, as far as wanting a guy who's going to be taking some tougher draws, um, you know, at least getting on the stat sheet. Even though I don't, I don't think anyone's really asking him to be, you know, a point a night guy. Um, he's he's at least doing that. So I think he's getting healthier he he is getting on the stat sheet you know that you know last nine games like i said nine points um he had some really dazzling like uh face off games you know against buffalo against uh columbus um um i you know i don't know if he's done enough to necessarily be considered the number 2 center on this team but i think he's starting to at least get a point like get to a point where i in certain situations do feel good seeing him out there and it it might be in the in the face-off circle um and it 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 might be in the aftermath because i i know that some of those deep cut items are are a little damning for my argument but i'm i'm just not ready to quit on him yet and i was i was the first one pretty critical of him when they made the signing in the first place um but i can at least you know see little glimpses where it looks like maybe when he's completely healthy like you said when he's got some stability on who his line mates are. And when this team is healthy, I, I don't know if we've even seen what, what cops line mates are going to look like. Um, So yeah, it's, it's tough to judge. And I, I'm, I'm going to lean a little bit more on the, on the, on the pro side uh, for Andrew.
0: All right. Just throws out there. Cop has the demeanor of someone who landed where they want to be and has parked the bus for a bit. I, I was tickled by this. Um. <laughs> now johnny p lays into him oh dude he's a bus now if you if you if you extrapolate this and you say for what is it four or five seasons then yes but no it's still too early i think i'm still in this realm of like um there's an obvious issue here and i think there's potential to solve it now ansar khan reported Fabry expected to return in january i saw there was in the comments some uh Question marks of when uh, when that was going to happen. We know Fabry has been practicing for a while, and um, you know, I honestly, I think it just God. Fabry coming back. Where where did we love him the most on the power play? This power play's been doing good. It, it definitely looks better than the last few seasons, um, and I think that's just going to add another element for that power play. Um, but. To that point, um, Robbie Fabry being maybe the best solution to talk about for another center, and uh, I think it was Ketzel who might have thrown this in there. Yep. Uh, to be honest, cop should only be a winger, and I think that's the time where we start to experiment with that. Although I think, is it? What did you did you talk about the faceoff percentages for cop? Because I think he might be over fifty percent right now, which is minor. Really, in the grand scheme of being a center, I think it's more about that two-way side uh, of your game and being able to come back and play. M- way more important than just winning the face-off. Um, you're, you're asked to do more, I guess, if uh, if that's a better way to put it, um, defensively and on the transitions. So, to that end, yeah, maybe can like take for a the... little bit of that pressure off.
1: Yeah, for the season, he's only at 47, but... Yeah. Um... Yeah, you know, like in those couple of games I had him at he was he was only under 50% uh twice in the last 10 games so he's yeah. I think he's ramping it up.
0: Um Dan Nikofsky with comment <laughs> I love this. Uh this this is it's it's off topic but to the beginning of the show. It's very so maybe, off topic Dan, but on
1: brand. Yeah, Dan, Dan I like it a lot.
0: Dan might Nick. be listening to the first uh, segment. Uh but yeah, 2023 Intercontinental Champion the Detroit Red Wings. Holy mackerel. Gets the big win against one of the main eventers, puts himself in position to start vying for a title. Um great, great call out Dan. A, a plus.
1: Yeah, you um, know what? I don't know <laughs> if we're ready for the Stanley Cup, but our like our work rate, you know, was really good. That's that's the Intercontinental belt right there. It's all about work rate. I like it. And boy, can we take a bump. Uh, Dan, Dan B, B, my man. It's not he's...
0: Franz Nielsen yet. <laughs> no, not yet.
1: <laughs> There's also the mention of Stephen Weiss
0: earlier uh, that I missed in the comments. Oof. Um, but, yeah, there are some other good things to call out. I think ultimately what I was doing with bringing up the Andrew Kopp conversation is like, all right, we're in a playoff spot right now. Right now we'd be we'd be in the you know the Atlantic Division. How do you how do you want to put that? The Atlantic Division chunk of teams. We're not even in the wild card right now. We'd be in the first round. Easy first round matchup. Guaranteed win. Get past the Toronto Maple Leafs, and then then you you know you just roll the dice from there. See what happens. See if Philly Huso is lights out. I mean, it, it is going to be fun that first round against the Leafs, where it's just like, you know, six goals, seven goals, eight goals, and the Leafs just can't keep up. But you know, that's that's an April conversation. Anyway. Um, well, I'll still... say, let me, yeah, let me just
1: run through these real quick. So I gave you the nine points in the last nine games. Like Outside of that.
0: <laughs> you just nothinged my sweep of the Maple Leafs. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. No, uh, I, you know, nine points in the last nine, right? And then the face-offs, I was telling you, he, you know, he had the two uh, less than stellar games. To see that he's up to 47%, uh, he started the year with some really rough games. Uh, 40, 33, 13. Oh, 36, 40, 44, 38, 46, 46, 35, 44, 46. And then there's that Rangers game, that beautiful weekend in New York. Um, That's when he started going. uh, That was 46, 52, 73, a couple of stinkers in a row. And then 60, 50, 60, 58, 33, 41, 78, 69, 61, 50. Um, So I I think he's ramping up. So don't, don't, don't hang your head too much on him. Give him some time. I think he's getting there. Uh, Dan B.
0: Oh, baby. First round playoffs against the Leafs. Uh, Johnny P. wants to know, Mike, is Ned done?
1: I think he's done in that most of the NHL is not as good as Huso. (laughs) That's true.
0: Um, Huso is playing
1: absolutely out of his mind. I I don't think Ned should be too bummed about that. I mean, I'm sure he's not enjoying watching hockey. Um, I'm sure he'd rather be playing hockey. But Huso's just been so good. It's hard to give him. The
0: bench yeah it's got it's tough to put a finger on like what do you like how do we define done um i think if there's any trade opportunities um those might be out the window a little bit a little bit because even if you want to say any of the difficulties are on the defensive play in front of ned teams aren't really like oh okay if he's struggling with a defense in front of him it's fine you know bring him over like that's that's not really the teams that are trading for a goaltender that's not really what they're looking for they're looking for the guys that can play through that adversity and still have those high numbers um is Ned done no can I say confidently that uh he's getting a a re-up on the old contract to Rooney uh you'd be insane you would be absolutely insane right now if someone, somebody were to look me in the eye and tell me that, yeah, for sure, he, he's getting that next contract, especially with, like, what? Uh, Kosa? Now I'm not. Let's just be real here. Kosa's probably still a couple years out, but turning in, like, a 906 in Toledo right now with some good wins and a great attitude, too. Like, they're asking about his, his pretty good numbers for this being his first time in, like, pro hockey and he's like i don't care about that this is about learning for me and i oh my god the mess i had in my pants when sebastian Costa said that as a what 19 year old kid to yeah. um you know somebody at Live or whatever that no Sony i you know it's it.
1: uh i think that question is um it's a good one because it it might mean more that maybe not that he's he's done as a goalie, but is he done as a Red Wing because with his contract coming up and he's already making three million a year. Um I mean he's he's at that age where you start to enter your prime and I don't really feel like the Red Wings are in a position to either, you know, match that three million again or give him certainly not give him a raise. Um you know because he we're basically we'd be rewarding him for half of last season. So, you know, we've got the second half of last year and, you know, pretty underwhelming start to this season. Um, I mean, he'd be taking a significant pay cut if they're going to bring him aboard for depth.
0: Yeah, if you want to make that argument to me, that Ned might not be too sure anyone else is going to offer him a contract. So his agent is happy to accept something at like one, uh, one mil or, you know, one and some change. That's an easier thing to gobble up. Uh but I like Jared's call out. Hellberg's still around. He's getting the uh because he spent so much time as um uh, I guess not getting not getting actual ice time, you can send them down for a conditioning stint. So we get to keep Hellberg on the roster as opposed to all the other teams that were trying to uh you know, they'd have to put him on waivers because they didn't have space for Hellberg and he's been bouncing around all season, I think started in Seattle. But um yeah, Hellberg now uh could get could finally i'm gonna say finally because uh, did we only get one game out of Hellberg uh, last year
1: last season uh yeah i want to, uh one or two yeah
0: i mean we could pull that up yeah one game where's that let me make sure that says games played yep <laughs> uh one game played uh for the Wingdings. uh i think he won his only and game a, didn't he in an 870 save percentage um it says one game played and that's all i got that's all i got I know. What a bummer. Any who's yeah. Um. Oh, let's say hi to Curtis. Curtis is aboard for just a heartbeat here. Can't stay. Just wanted to say, hey, boys. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, hey. Curtis. Try to uh, make some time next week. We'll be giving away, giving away so an pretty cool. from a pretty cool player. I think you guys might like him just a little bit. Um. All right. So where are we at? bad news good news it's all we're talking about all the negative oh. stuff you know Hussos doing amazing um we're excited for maybe the you know filling a spot with Robbie Fabry uh Rasmussen with a hell of a goal last night hell of a pass from Kubi as he keeps putting up assists and Hironic like we talked about earlier I, I felt like his assist was a little underrated um Mickey and Ken Daniels were very excited about the Kubi pass very good Perfect. Pinpoint pass. Uh, but Heronic throwing the puck down the ice to Kooby stick to start the Rasmussen goal. Just, I mean, it's one of those things where if you do that once a month, you know, like, you're impressed. You go, oh, wow, nice job. But while Heronic's doing that on the streak, and this is just like, oh, I'm going to keep my, I'm going to keep this assist streak going and just fires it down the ice to Kubi. Kubi to Rasmussen goal. That's um, so much fun. Uh, Johnny P. Rass has looked really good. Uh, He's in the perfect spot for him. Um, Mike, I don't know if we talked about this. I might have talked about it with our father. Oh. But I really feel conflicted because Rass is playing so good. Do you feel we're seeing a second-line center, like – be re- i don't know reborn like make himself present or is he just going to be that really good third line center for us because i don't need to force a goddamn thing on this roster to be completely honest while we're figuring out the cop issues absolutely i'm fine with it but i feel like that's where i want rasmussen in the future i want to look at that third line like where we had the redwoods and clearly a lot of the play was driven by Rasmussen and just say, Oh my God, we have an incredible third line center. I, that's yeah. my conflict right now. I love what he's doing. He does look amazing. Uh, Johnny P's comment. Rasmussen look, looking really good. It's Absolutely. He does.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, you know, it's not the only time you're going to hear wrestling references, but I mean, when you're casting guys in the right spot, I think that's uh you're really noticing it this year with Rasmussen. Um, oh, performance. Johnny P, he's not going anywhere. Um, Jared saying keep him on the third line. And, yeah, I mean, I think that's where, like, uh, the long, one of the longer-lasting cliches And Dan B saying, hey, it's December. I'm not talking about the draft lottery. That's an improvement in my book. That's true. Danby um, coming
0: uh, back at me for saying, why do we keep talking negative things? But Danby's point is fantastic. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, so, I mean, in this town, one of the longer running cliches was, you know, uh, calling for a backup quarterback for the Lions or calling for a goalie for the Red Wings. And now it's becoming, well, who's the second line center for the Red Wings? Um, because it is an incredibly difficult job. Um, we we had a who's who of, of Nielsen, uh, Steven Weiss, um and now we're afraid that andrew cop is falling into that bucket um so i don't know if rass is going to be that second line guy because i feel like when you say that um th- there's almost that you know it was you know Iserman and federoff was a you know a one two um like you wanna you want a real mega punch at negative you know at the number two spot um, but it's such a difficult thing to acquire because it's so hard to get a number one center um so i think ras yeah he has looked good but i also think that that's reflective of what the expectations are for him because he's not he hasn't been a point of night guy um you know he's not blown up the stat sheet as a number two guy he's doing really good as a number three guy um so you know that's not the you know downplay what Rass has done to start this year, but I you know just contextually think about what you're asking of each of those guys. Ras, we still kind of treat him like anything we get out of this guy is a bonus. Um I mean this was a first round pick. This was a guy who who should be doing really well. He's he's a giant man. Um he's a skilled man. Um so um I I would just you know keep it under context we're not asking a lot of rats we ask a lot of cop right now um hey we gave you a big contract hey we're putting you on the second second line with you know what we think are you know second line forwards you should be doing x y and z um so i i i, I didn't know i'd be coming to cops uh defense uh so frequently in this yeah, episode, I feel like... but <laughs> i i you're you're leaning hard today I'm just trying to give him a chance
0: um I I like the call out here um Ketzel throws out there it feels like we're one superstar away for a deep run I I I love reading that like it's just I like the excitement uh Jim thrown out there I think Sonny has played great yeah Ketzel Sonny's having a career revival with us uh gotta point out 23 points last season he's got 11 so far definitely can eclipse that uh, his 18 games with us last year, he had eight points and his 18 games this year, he's got, uh, 11 points. So on a much better pace. can you
1: throw the, can you throw Ketzel's comment up from a moment ago? The last one. Yeah. Um, it almost feels like we are one superstar away from a deep run up front around the blue line. Yeah. So uh, is coming... enjoyable as enjoyable as that Tampa Bay game was the, the Maple Leaf one still made me a little bummed out because you saw how hard that red wing team worked like we we wanted that win we we played really 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 hard and it still felt like toronto they would just kind of you know get a flutter of an opportunity and there's their high skill guys are so high skilled they were able to still come away with you know almost a blowout on the on the stat stat sheet um even with all that effort, so it feels like the Red Wings. Yeah, I it does feel like the coaching and the depth is right there. Um, and the scary thing is, I don't know how you really get a superstar without, you know, some miracle in the off season.
0: Yeah, I'll uh, throw it out there, we've taken the best depth players from the Blues. Um, yeah, hmm. really
1: appreciate that uh, developmental league over in St. Louis, uh, giving us a bunch of guys who are ready to roll. <laughs> yeah.
0: Jim Johnson, welcome to the Detroit Blues. Mike,
1: Blues That's are struggling.
0: Me. Blues are struggling. We've got Orion O'Reilly, UFA coming up. Vladimir Tarasenko, UFA coming up. You know what, Barbashev? I, I like. Uh, I was sold on Barbashev. Listening to John Hamm on the Athletic podcast, who's from St. Louis, he's really excited about him. Uh, not, not, not like the that was just I'm kind of just throwing that out there not the um not what Quetzal was asking for in a superstar but why why wouldn't St. Louis play around with this Ryan O'Reilly's not like a career blue of course he comes over to the Blues and they win a cup because he just had an MVP season um you know Bennington was some pretty good goaltending at that time um I don't know I I'm playing this game because I kind of think there's some opportunity for you know Ryan O'Reilly isn't necessarily the the come over like he's not the pick up and your team goes from worst to first but a team like the Red Wings who are in third place in the Atlantic Division right now are looking for a second line center
1: an over can I say overqualified second line
0: center (laughs) yeah absolutely like that yeah that's that's where that conversation goes um I just, a lot of people, I I, I think uh, Jim's pointing out uh, the team I'm going to take a look at here in a second. Um, I think a lot of people are looking at Vancouver Canucks right now, and I think is the more that St. Louis continues to bury themselves and they go on long losing streaks, despite a seven-game winning streak, uh, but those other long losing streaks on either side are making St. Louis a little more juicy. And I, I, I think the point, too, to... Like this trade off, uh, this good relationship being built between St. Louis and Detroit. Um could could mean something here. You said juicy, did you
1: mean uh oozy? Huh? Huh? Oh, somebody's not paying attention to Monday Night Raw every week. Uh Uso oh. Brothers, feeling oozy. Come on. Yep.
0: Nope, I had no idea what you meant right there. Are you Sorry. an oosologist?
1: Um yes, raging oosologist.
0: That was uh that was Sammy's big quote this week. I saw it on Instagram.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, come on. <laughs> Don't just okay it. Usalages. That's what Sammy Zane said. I'm playing yeah. along. God damn okay. it. Okay. No. okay. All right. Um Vancouver's the other game uh to play because it's it this conversation, they're stuck with JT Miller forever. Um Bo Horvat coming up on UFA season and you know the question comes up for vancouver if they're gonna do a full rebuild does it include getting rid of with two years left on his contract i mean one year after this to be more accurate elias petterson like and you have to give up a lot to do that to get an elias petterson and we talked about this a couple seasons ago (laughs) uh but i think i think that's the worthwhile conversation right with with both of these teams um but petterson you're giving up a ton but you're you're making a franchise changing move uh at that point uh but it's it's one of those things like st louis should be a seller vancouver has been said to be in conversations internally from elliot friedman to whether you know, like whether or not we blow this up and blowing it up and i i think um was it wing wheel podcast is that what they're called anybody know that's, what that weird yeah podcast that's one of them. Called? yeah um uh, <clears throat> they were pointing out brock besser and brock besser seems to be like the easy name to land on because it's always been this like weird relationship we always see with vancouver the fans and brock where it's like plays good hockey but he's last on their list for like who's on the core kind of like my tyler bertuzzi relationship um so- <laughs> so it just it, it could be brock besser that's still a younger name at 25 a very affordable cap hit at 6.65 but vancouver's kidding themselves if they think a rebuild just means we're gonna get rid of brock besser and some team's gonna unload a ton of draft picks for him i don't think that happens same thing with Bo horvat doesn't happen if you're doing a rebuild one of those huge names has to come off this team and you've really got to make a statement and you've got to say you're making room salary wise so that you could start buying up draft picks as you move forward. But the big names are going to collect you something and I think I think that's it's it's an, an obtainable name I talked about in St. Louis I think there, you're talking about more of a reasonable like one year thing and you're good to go. You know, you, you look at uh, the Terrasinko's and the Ryan O'Reillys that have expiring contracts. Make that work up until the end of the season. Um, and you're, you don't have to pay as much. Uh, but again, yeah, you talk about the Elias Pettersons. Is Vancouver really serious about this rebuild? If they are, you're going to give up a ton. But you're going to get a guy that's been killing it the last couple of weeks. So worthwhile thought. And of course we leaned into this a couple summers ago did a whole show it's one of our highest rated episodes how do the red wings collect elias peterson um that desire has not waned on my part i think uh in the right spot elias peterson's really going to make a huge difference and uh vancouver's smart and they're sick of playing this game of like oh we're kind of middling forever and never a real threat for the Stanley Cup, you've got to make a big decision, and that's a big decision. Um, Huge. I did not plan on talking about this, so I'm I'm glad this kind of came up. This is fun, because this is about upgrades, right? This is about taking the next step. This isn't just about us whining about Andrew Kopp and crossing our fingers for the return of Robbie Fabry and trading guys that aren't even making the team and, uh, you know, like, when they're healthy and ready to come back, like Phillips Adina, is that a real... You know what do we do with that we collect another toss them you know toss them up in the air kind of defenseman in return and we cross our f- fingers but i want to talk real upgrades those are the teams you gotta eyeball right right
1: yeah and uh hopefully we remember to re-sign dill marken while we're at it
0: well that was like the last point of the conversation here of uh, what an amazing start. Dylan Larkin on his hottest start of the season. Uh I'm sorry, hottest start of his career. What a dumb man, this season Mike, this has been the hottest start for Dylan Larkin's season this season. Um
1: I hate. I hate when putting i putting a lot of seasoning on that sentence, man. I Let's, definitely
0: uh... love to hear myself talk, but sometimes uh 26 points in 25 games, nine goals, seventeen assists. Um you could see here. I mean, you talk about having a two way center, uh, even strength offense, top, uh, I guess we would say a top 5%, but he's in the 95th percentile kind of thing. What, the, you know, the positive way. I don't want to say this and somebody thinks there's 95% of the league on top of him. Uh, 82% for even strength offense, 82% for the power play, penalty kill. Meh, well, he never plays a penalty kill. Um, doing a great job with, you know, the competition he plays, penalties, 85%. I think that's. It's nothing to sneeze at. When you look at the war percentile rank, Mike, if uh, anybody watching on on YouTube right now, that goddamn graph is through the roof. That's right. Dylan Larkin for everything combined from 2021 to last night as at a 99% war. Mike, that is your first line center. Fuck anybody that doesn't get it yet. Now, he's also hitting... I mean, he's he's twenty six, right? So this should be this is the peak. Starts peak to time. fall. Yeah, it's it starts to yeah, fall. I mean, he, he should after next season.
1: Uh, I'd say like age thirty. I think he's got like four peak years left, and I don't think we've seen the best yet.
0: Oh, I'm just saying, like, uh, I think it's uh Micah, with uh, Viz Hockey, has his graphs where it's like statistically, the fall off starts after twenty seven. So twenty seven, boop. Statistics start to drop off. You could peak and drop off, and you're just as good as you were on the other side of that peak as you were going up. So it doesn't mean you're a bad player, but the drop off, the drop off begins at 27. Um, so there.
1: <laughs> well, uh, keep that in mind. Uh, this uh, free agent off season, when everybody we want is like 30 and above, so.
0: Um, Ketzel, with a great point, and I want to lead this into what we heard from Elliot Friedman. Uh, Ketzel, he's getting $10 million if he drags this team into the playoffs. Elliot Friedman pointed out that Steve Eiserman has a number. He also had a number with Stephen Stamkos that he would not go over, and we know where Stephen Stamkos is playing right now. He has a number for Dylan Larkin. He will not go over that number. We're speaking from experience with Steve Eiserman managing a whole other team, and it's a waiting game. To Ketzel's point, how fucked is Steve Eiserman if he doesn't get this contract signed (laughs) and Dylan Larkin drags us into the playoffs and Steve Eiserman, you know in his point of view God forbid second round of the playoffs I mean first you know I'm kidding obviously like if he gets us into the playoffs that's huge for Dylan Larkin for what he's surrounded by and uh, clearly much better team but we we've seen like what the Tampa Bay Lightning can do to us we've seen what the Toronto Maple Leafs can do to us so of course we, you know, I'm trying to be as realistic here as possible. I can't believe I, need, I still need to, like, put asterisks on this shit. But anyway, Dylan Larkin drags us into the playoffs to Ketzel's point. It doesn't matter what the fuck Steve Eichmann thought he was going to do. That number's going up. So Elliot Friedman thinks we're waiting till the end of the season. I think Dylan Larkin thinks that's fine. I'm going to get whatever the hell I want. Because you're going to see I'm going to turn in my best season yet. I'm going to be a point-per-game player. That would be one of the best two way centers out
1: there. What are you gonna
0: do at that I,
1: point? I can't say how much I hate that idea. Uh which like from a bargaining position, uh, but like I would have maybe just overshot it a little bit to start this this year and just you know came out with 10 as a as the Red Wings, because now he's just Ooh. gonna get more opportunities to um increase his value. Oh man. And then out. what you're gonna have to do is I, I mean that's Dylan Larkin this is going to be one of the top centers available and uh i feel like he's not luckily he's not like a like an nba diva but dude he's going to be you know entering the his prime and then exiting his prime i feel like he's tired of waiting for a rebuilding team it's great that he uh, happened to be born in waterford but i feel like he wants to win a cup so for me the the tough part is you probably will want to acquire talent as soon as possible to show to him, Hey, we're not just making investment in you for your contract. We want to invest in a team around you because we think you're strong enough to lead us to, uh, you know, playoff victories. So yeah, we're going to go out and spend the money. We're going to spend the, uh, you know, draft equity to get you. We're not going to ice a team anymore. We're going to, we're going we're gonna to, a winning team, a real team, um, and make sure you have that depth around you to succeed. Because it's, it's almost like you need to apologize for all the bullshit this guy's had to play with the past couple years. Bullshit. Yeah, and
0: one of the things, too, guys seem to be getting paid now for what they're currently doing and what you can kind of scope to see they're going to be doing as opposed to guys being rewarded. But I think it is like two things have to get paid here for Dylan, and that's a great point. Okay, everybody... We're gonna head out. This has been one of our longest episodes in a while. I think y'all deserved it because of our last couple were terrible quality-wise. I did the upgrade because I love you guys and I want you to have fun Red Wings conversations. Uh, hopefully you guys had some fun. Hopefully, we'll see you guys next Wednesday, of course. I've teased it out a little bit here. Current Red Wing player and an autograph. Oh. Uh, you guys want to come come along? Get ready. To type in the YouTube comments, if you are a podcast listener and you want to be a part of what this giveaway is going to be next week, show up. We are going to be doing a post-game recording, so after the game next Wednesday, we'll be live, uh, and we'll we'll be looking for those likes again, so hit that like button. When When I post the video, you just go right ahead and hit the like button before we even start recording. That's fine. It's there. You can hit it at any point. Uh, but I appreciate you guys all coming aboard Uh, Jim congratulations again Uh, I'm gonna go find that email so I can send you your brand new um, gift card and you got to tell us too what you get with that gift card that's uh, that's part two that's the deal if we give you a gift card to the NHL shop number one it better be Red Wing stuff number two you got to tell us what's going on Um, just don't let me lose all respect for you Jim when you show us your new reverse retro Jersey Um, okay We're going to sail off into the sunset, guys. Hit that like button if you haven't yet. Uh, Find us on Apple Podcasts, anywhere you find podcasts, but subscribe, rate, and review on Apple. And, of course, you can review us now on Spotify and hit that like button on Spotify as well. We greatly appreciate it. Oh, and subscribe here on YouTube. Um, We're also doing a holiday sale, bodpodcast.com. Find the shop button. You guys can also find our shop on Twitter. It's at Red Wings Rant. You can see it right above me here. Uh, we're doing a sale, twenty-two percent off all the Red Wings rant merch till the end of the year for the holidays. So get uh, get in there, get some stocking stuffers. You get some stickers, t-shirts, sweatshirts, anything. I should, probably should have mentioned this earlier in the show, but anyway, thanks for coming along, guys. We love you, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Huge giveaway, hopefully a huge cameo. Since say. hopefully will have a huge cameo too that you don't want to miss. So you guys have uh, have a nice week. We'll, we'll we'll see you next one next week. Oh my God, shut the fuck up.
1: Bye, Jesus, Matt. Bye. Heh <laughs> heh.